Hola, los amigos, and welcome to the Chicago Baseball Podcast, episode six. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, the executive producer of the show, the commissioner, the man that backs out of all kinds of trades, the commission himself, kids for the win. What's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? It is, uh, what, uh, less than a day away from pitchers and catchers reporting. I'm getting excited. In about a month or so, we're going to be drafting, and the season's going to be on it. On the way, this is exciting, exciting times. Oh, yeah, definitely uh, getting me excited. It's the once you start seeing players start reporting, kind of gets you just want to get that draft going. This, this time between the, oh, yeah. the winter meetings and uh, and the draft, it, you know, it, it kind of you get a little excited, you get all those trades going, then you kind of have this lull. lull where, you know, you back out of trades, you know. So, you know, only in this world has there been a trade between you two accepted. Well, you know, once I say, hey, by the way, you know, there's been another uh, person that's offered me a trade for the same particular player, and then he says, I accept. And I said, well, I was already – I just told you I was thinking about it. So, you know, that's if that's backing out, then I don't know what to tell him. I guess so. But – uh Let's introduce our guest tonight, the one and only, the New World Order, Hulk Hogan himself, Sean Oski. What's up, Jabroni? Thank you. I've seamlessly joined to your program, and I appreciate it. We know you're a long-time listener. Long-time listener, long-time caller. Excellent. <laughs> Love your suit. All right, so today's podcast... Uh, we will discuss not being at the winter meetings. Matt will discuss, uh, kind of share his thoughts, and then me and Sean will add ours. And then well, Sean- not being at the winter meetings versus being at the winter meetings. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes. Um, what's the advantages, disadvantages of being there and not being there, and how mock drafts can help us prep in our league? That'll be Sean's topic. Uh, before we move on to that, Matt, you got any Google Docs? updates actually uh so the update is the diamond sean trade the last one you guys made i actually didn't finish updating it i don't know why um but sean's side of it isn't updated yet so only the half of it is updated <laughs> <laughs> i guess i got some time but uh as right now that's really all that's happened so uh once i'm done with this i'll do it later on tonight and that'll be updated um yeah, uh, one thing I did want to say about the Google Docs, and I know we've talked about this before, but maybe we can get a, um, a um, I don't know, I'll send out an email and we can kind of get a league vote on it. But anybody that listens to this podcast, maybe you can, you know, add in your two cents. On the winter meetings, I used to, or have been, I think for a while now, I add in the, uh, the drafted players on the winter meetings tab. So each tab, each person's tab, right underneath the um, franchise players, there's a little draft box and then I add all your drafted players in there um, and I've done that for the last couple of years it's nice to just go back and look at who you drafted and how much you spent for them but it also helped me out when I was doing the online ones you know so this year we're going to do a offline draft um, so I probably won't do it there but if you really want it done um, I can do it I, I don't think it would be that hard to just type in all the players you drafted or highlight them cut and paste and put them there so um, look out for that or if you Listen to the podcast and you really would like that, uh, maybe just send me a text. Sound good? 
Yeah, thanks for all, thanks for everything you do with the the updating and that. I know it's a lot of work, so I I'll yeah, let you know that. So thank you, thank appreciate that you doing that. That's I, I have your back, Mandy. That's all the all the trash that's been said to you, none of it's true. <laughs> I know. I, Sean Sean has told me numerous times, but uh, you're his favorite yes. commissioner. Uh, yes. You're an outstanding guy. He saw you help. Yeah. You don't discriminate people at Jason's Deli. He's out no. there protesting <laughs> for you. Uh, right. He he you loves never, Jason's Deli. You never think ill of anybody's choices at all. No. Sean just says what outstanding guy you are. He really does. I I, I would think, and and by the way, you know, you weren't trashing anybody in that conversation either. You were, you were very, uh, you know, stand up about it. So you didn't sideswipe anybody else while you were refusing to trade with Niz. (laughs) Uh, Yes, that's what he's told me. I can show you some texts. about it but uh you know the evidence is really just in our heads you know it's really mm-hmm. you know it's, yep. it's assumed it's assumed you know it's in the the gray area but he's he's mm-hmm. definitely said what a good egg you are so mm-hmm. uh definitely maddie we'll move on to the winter meeting topic uh difference of being not there and not being there so uh why don't you take it away so i had to kind of come up with a question and a topic to discuss more so than just, you know, asking Sean blatantly why he's an idiot for making so stupid. So I kind of thought about it. I don't see why he's an idiot. I think he's a very smart, (laughs) intelligent man. Uh, I'm just kidding. But, but one thing I, you know, in thinking before Sean, you know, Sean's going to be on this episode, he was not at the winter meetings, you know, and I just remember, you know, this past winter meetings, it got a little heated, you know, things were said, um, mainly for me, you know, and the way I said them about other people's teams. And I basically did the same thing to Sean's team, but Sean wasn't there. And I think uh, that's a, a big part of maybe why Sean made this trade with you. Um, and not, not to say that he doesn't know the values of players. I think he values players however he values players. But um, I wanted to start this off as kind of a two-parter. It's going to start off with the winter meetings, being there, not being there, and what you were thinking, Sean. And I know you wanted to partake in it. I know you wanted to trade because you made a trade, and, you know, at least you were talking to a couple of people. But um, And then it's going to kind of go into the trade that you made with Dom and how kind of that maybe – you can explain yourself about it, but not being there, Sean, you did go out, you know, you and Mary Ellen went out earlier and you came back home, I'm assuming. And then like from then on, like, you know, you, what did you want to mm-hmm. do? What did you, what was your thought going into it? You know, I know you, you knew we were going to start trading that day. So did you, did you want to make a trade? Did you not? Did you feel like I these did. players, the players you got were good? Were yeah. So, I just- well, I, I talked to a couple of people ahead of time about Bieber and, you know, without giving names or anything, I really didn't get much. So as outrageous as that trade seemed, like, here's the deal, right? I needed players because my I, I went for it all, failed last year in doing it. Because I, as, as you may remember, like, I was, like, first place probably until, like, the last month of the season and then just sunk. And uh, I, I, I pretty much kind of fizzled where I'm like, okay, well, I still want to try in this league, but I'm more so looking for quantity. And uh, when I, you know, but I also want to get some decent players so I can try. You know, I want to be able to try, or at least if I had these decent players, I could trade them 
easily for more value, money, prospects, you know, whatever, good players. Uh, and uh, that's how I ended up thinking about what I was doing with Manny and Trevor, right or wrong. But I was thinking like, okay, you know, if I, if I just did this straight up, I still feel that Dom had those two players at a pretty low value. And, and, and to be honest, you know, Dom could have gotten the best, best of me with that. But I, I thought like, okay, well, I was going to give him a little bit more just to make sure that they're like even value for it. Because so you, Trevor you, Bauer do you, is not. Are you saying that but, both Manny Machado and Trevor Bauer on Dom's team, you view those as either, you view as undervalued? Yes. Like he, he was, like he, he had them under what they might go in the draft this year. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Bauer especially because of pitching. But I think Machado had a rough first part of the year. And I think he is going to be better after, you know, having a year at, uh, at Petco. I really do. I think, you know, you're talking about a guy that was, was highly, highly, highly touted. And, uh, you know, really was thought to be, you know, I remember the old, I, I'm probably not going to get this far, but the comparisons to Alex Rodriguez at one time. But I still think he's a hell of a player. And I thought it was worth cashing in uh, Beaver because, trust me, the other offers I was getting, and, you know, there could be, well, you know, I would have offered you this or I would have offered you that. You know, sure, that. yeah. Yeah, oh, okay, sure, you would have. But it's actually, like, actually going through with the deal because I had him out on other things, and it just nothing. I mean, it was just kind of eh. – so. You know, I may have gone a little overboard, but I thought I, it was what was necessary for what my plan is for this year. And sure. and, and well, really ever, trying to bounce ever, back. Did you ever like ever think about it not being at the winter meetings because there was a lot of talk, you know, everyone was making trades. There was one point we were all like staring at Gus because it, it was kind of fun, man. We're just yeah, staring like lions, at him. lions looking at like an antelope like this. It like, really was. It was like that. But um everyone um, there was did you literally ever, just sitting there. Like hovering over him, waiting for him yeah. to make trades, mm-hmm. and then one trade, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. once he made his trade, then everyone else started making trades. No one, everyone was literally just sitting there drinking waiting. beer, waiting for him to make the trade before anyone else would do it. Like it was, it was quite yeah. comical. Yeah. So, and, so and, go, did you ever think, everyone? You can finish talking, but I was, uh, did you ever think to just hold them? And maybe you you can get a better value later on, or did you then see Dom's players and you're like, ah, I'm gonna pounce on this one? Well, yeah, Dom had some pretty good players where I'm like, okay, I, I think I'm gonna try and like get more position player, like just get some better position players. And he had a really really good pitcher. And the and by the way, also the the Reds looked pretty darn good as well this year. And yeah, I know the whole Great American Ballpark thing, but I still think that Trevor Bauer is a health pitcher. And I think I was like, oh well, this. This makes sense to me. Again, I could have gone a little overboard with it, but I mean, some of the deals and and honestly, like Bieber, I, I love the guy, but he was he, he, for what I was trying to do this year. I, I I and I tend to overthink things as well too. I did have a little bit of FOMO, not being at the winter meetings, and but you know, honestly, if I was there, I'm not sure what I would have gotten thrown my way. It could have just been like a one for one or anything, but. Oh man, I mean, just Dom. I mean, that offer, even though as, as crappy as it may seem to you, that was probably the best thing that I got for for what I was for what I was being being offered. And you know, it's, it's that was it's, the it's, best it's, you got. Yeah, 
Oh, absolutely. So, so, absolutely. so then, so we keep talking about this trade and everything. And, and I know, you know, the way you talk about your, the, a trade you make, you always want to make it sound like, you know, better for yourself. But I, in, in my, like I texted down this earlier, you basically gave Dom $110 for Manny Machado and Trevor Bauer. That's how I look at it. How, how do you get, how do you get that? So, yeah, and that's uh, – Dom asked the same question. I didn't answer him back. I, um, so, so, <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'm like, how do you get 110? And then that was, I haven't heard anything. Hey, silence, yeah. Yes. So basically what it was, uh, you know, you can do the math in our head if you want. I, I, I said that Shane Beaver alone, his value is at the draft is probably $40. Well, okay. he's not going back to the draft. He, I'm not, the thing is, we can say that all day long. But nobody wanted to trade that. I mean, so that I mean, yeah, I, I could have gotten this. I could have gotten that. I got. I, I got. I mean, pretty okay, much. Let, that let's just fine. And then I'll take the hundred ten dollars away from it. You chain beavers two dollars, right? Yes. Yep. Okay, and you gave Dom seventeen dollars, right? Yes. So I did. You already give Dom to even out the cost that because I thought because it in in again I I may have overthought it. But my, and and Don's so, like, hey, so I'll I guess. So then, Manny Machado at thirty-eight and Trevor Bauer at seventeen. If you split the seventeen and a half, or you, I, you know, four and three. So if you said it was, you know, uh, nine and uh, eight. So if you gave eight more dollars to Manny Machado and nine more dollars to Trevor Bauer, is that's about where you thought those two players are worth? Then, yeah, probably more so on the Bauer side. But if you want to split them, sure. Yeah. So, so then, so then, my last question, you know, kind of this whole thing, is that you think that Trevor Bauer is a better pitcher than Shane Beaver? No, I think having Manny Machado and Tre- Trevor Bauer is 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 better for me than having Shane Bieber, and I need a ton of players. But but we're gonna have a draft where you can you could have bought. I you, you I don't can, think you could have bought a player at thirty eight? So thirty eight dollars plus the seventeen, so half a seventeen. You know we can call it a wash. It's you know eighteen, so eight dollars. So right, so thirty eight plus eight, we're, we're at what forty six dollars, right? Not not that I thought not not probably Manny Machado's. I mean I I, so I don't know. You I, think, I think that, you think Trevor Bowers not as good as Shane Beaver? So if you would have kept Shane Beaver, and then went into the draft and had that forty eight dollars that you value Manny Machado at, plus. The fifteen dollars that you have to pay for Trevor Bauer. So if you add the forty-eight dollars and because that's what you think he's worth, and you you would have had that money because you paid seventeen for it, plus the fifteen dollars you're paying for Beaver, you could have got you could have got Yelich, essentially because we're looking at fifteen plus forty-eight is what I, bad math here is a uh, fifty uh, sixty-three somewhere in that range. Yeah, but to me, it's all hypothetical. I mean, it's it's this this was this was a guarantee. I can get these guys. Okay, fine. Then let's just then there you have these guys. That was a trade you made. So then, if this is the case, then you value Manny Machado at least at thirty eight. But you've already you give you already gave him seventeen dollars. So we're gonna say Manny Machado is a forty eight dollar player, and Trevor Bauer mm-hmm. is a twenty two dollar player, right? Yeah, I mean, or that you so, can say Trevor. I mean, again, I it was more so on the Bauer side. But like, so you so, think okay, so Manny Machado thirty eight, Trevor Bowers almost like a a forty dollar player then. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think Beaver's that much better than Bauer. I think he's I think he's a little bit better because of the strikeouts, but I mean, all fairness, yeah, and, and of course you know you're having to 
again, I, I probably overthought this, but I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe I have to add a little bit to this too to make this work. Because you're 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 instead of drafting and going through what you're talking about and and hoping, I was just saying like, okay, this is going to be a guarantee that I could do this. So it was it was my it was my screwy math probably, but that's where I I just thought that way. And sure, and I'll, I'll take that, the money out. Of- I guess I'll, I'll take the money out of it and how much you paid for these players. I, I'll take all that out of it. I guess this is what I'm just looking at is, is that you bought a guy in Manny Machado that, I mean, I don't, I haven't heard or seen him ranked as a, as a third base or a shortstop. I mean, I mean, he is typically ranked outside of the top 12 or at least maybe 12th. And in third base, it's so deep. He is ranked. I think, I, I, I don't know, like, ah, man, I just, the one side I use, you know, uh, that, that I pay for, I'm third base. I think Manny Machado is. Would you rather have Xander Bogarts or Manny Machado? Xander Bogarts. See, at $29 I would rather, have, I, I'd rather ha- I, I'm just saying, like, at the same price. Put put the money aside. No, they're not, though. They're, they're both. How about this? You paid $38 for Manny Machado at third base, right? Mm-hmm. You have a franchise. You could. You can franchise. What's his name um, from Oakland? Can't you? That's not the guy I wanted a franchise, though. Yeah. I mean, right? there's, there's. I have so many other needs right now that I could franchise. Some some other. Dom, Dom, Dom. If 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 Sean gave you twenty bucks for your franchise tag, would you give it to him? Probably. Yeah. Okay. There you go. You could have spent twenty dollars. And got Matt Chapman and the other guy spent less money, and you would have been in the same ballpark you are with Manny Machado, having him on your team. Okay. I just all I'm saying is is that there's there were so many other avenues you could have went with this, and I don't know any other trades. What were some of the other trades? Would you divulge those or no? Uh, it just it was, bad, it was it was pretty bad. Really? Yeah, it was pretty bad. That's why, like, and that happens every trade. Is like, oh well. I would have given Don you this. Offered, you offered it to him. I did. I so did. what it, were the was... So I guess how you, – you, it sounds like you just wanted players. And, and I guess the, the other question is, and we can talk about this later because then I'm really going to bring this up at the end, is just if you didn't do this and you could have kept to the cash and Bieber – I mean, right now, I mean, I'm I'm struggling over trying to trade Cole, which would be the consensus top two pitcher, I would think. And I'm valuing you at 60 bucks. I just said that's – and I'm also valuing him a little high because I have this crazy plan for this year. And I, I like – for me, for to work, I have to have certain players that have certain – not players. I have to have certain statistics mm-hmm. or project, projected statistics. Statistics. Ah, statistics. statistics? Um, Anyways, so I'm getting so off topic. Let's, let's just put it, let's just put it this way. You know that trade that I did right for Kyle Kyle Hendricks, which was Hosmer at Wood and, and Lopez. Oh, I like Lopez yeah. by the way. So for Kyle Hendricks, who can't really pitch well on the road, and kind of fell off at the end of the last year. But you know, do you, do you, do you know that trade that with those three players? That's like add another person, and that's the level I was getting for Shane Bieber. Well, get, get, I, I, but I'm just saying, like you, you spent seventeen dollars plus thirty-eight plus fifteen. So add all that up. That's what you spent on two players, right? Right. And you gave away a top ten starting pitcher. Right. 
for free. Like you give it away. He Dom has a top 10 starting pitcher on his team and $78 to spend at the draft. Mm-hmm. So if yep. you look at it like that, Dom can now go and get Max Scherzer for $78. If he, if Dom said $78, Max Scherzer, no one's going to go any higher. I, I, if they did, I'd be shocked. So basically Dom can now have two top 10 starting pitchers and what he, the cost of that would be, would be, uh, uh, Manny Machado and um, Trevor Bob. Yep. Or, or Dom could. I mean, that's that's what I'm just saying. Dom literally has seventy dollars. He can do. He can. He can blow his wad with. It just. It's so. It's a very hard trade to um, for anybody in the league to wrap their their mind around. Um, so how do you I get? Is, how do you get seventy eight though? Manny Machado's thirty eight and Trevor Bowers. I'm just I'm, fifteen. The fifteen. So seventeen plus thirty eight plus fifteen. Oh, because of the money on there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You give you give Dom seventy eight dollars. This you did. This is this is the trade. You give Dom seventy eight dollars. By, by him losing that, that those contracts, yes. But I again I, I I value Manny Machado pretty high and I think Trevor Bauer would be going a lot higher in the draft. So So then here, yeah. I'm I'm just gonna go to, I'm just gonna I wanna go on this list real fast, the third baseman that are that are available. Nolan Arenado or Manny Machado. Hi, Arenado on that one. Jose Ramirez or Manny Machado? I would say Manny Machado. Max Muncy or Manny Machado? Machado. So right now you put him at number two? Machado Machado over Chris Bryant. I had Chris Bryant last year. Not missing much about that one. But, you know, if you look at all the rankings, Chris Bryant's really high. Look at his year last year. He had a pretty good year last year. Not, not really, man. He did not. He was not. He was not a good player for me. I'm telling you. Need, I, I was like begging you to trade him, and you wouldn't trade him to me. He had a pretty good year last year. Because I kept on hoping, Matt. I kept on hoping to say like, "Oh, okay." Chris Chris Bryan is going to. He had like some spurts of greatness, but really, it wasn't. You're not thinking MVP candidate. Oh my gosh. No, and man. He, man he, Machado I mean, had a slow. Uh, First half in Petco. Wait, hold on. Chris Bryant had thirty-one home runs. Thirty home, thirty-one home runs. Right? He had a hundred and eight runs. A hundred and eight runs. That's that's pretty good. Seventy-seven RBIs. I mean, you're not going to get a lot of RBIs coming out of the two-hole. Four stolen bases. You know, eh, I mean, that definitely has gone down. It's more than what he did the year before, but whatever. And then he had an OBP of three eighty-two. An OBP of three eighty-two. Telling you that's not still not the Chris Bryant that I was expecting. I'm sorry, it's not the MVP candidate that I that I was wanting to get. It just, I, well, I, I mean, I, he's not a, rather, I mean, I mean, I'm not. I hope the guy ends up doing well this year. But I'm telling you, especially because then he can really, really clean up in free agency next year. But I, I mean, I'm Eddie, you, you're not going to have to agree to disagree, or you know, even if I went a little overboard. On no, it's like, it's like it's it's like okay. That's fine. I mean, but I, I, I really value Manny Machado that high, and I value Trevor Barr that high. That's, all right. And then I, I gave Dom an extra money for that. That's all. Yeah. Well, thanks yeah. for Wait, explaining Wait, hold on. That. I, we can move on. Well, I think we should. Yeah, and just, I do appreciate I, you. Too. I think hey, we should on. really I'm, discuss. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just want, I, one second. I'm, I have to do this. Chris Bryant, last year, in our league, he finished as a top five third baseman. Manny Machado, in our league, I got to be all players. One second, one second, one second, one second. 
All right, Chris Bryant was not top five. He was top one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He was the top nine player, uh, Chris Bryant. Manny Machado was 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. He was the 16th best third baseman in our league. Mm-hmm. And I understand the dual eligibility, him playing third base and shortstop, 31 to 109, 32 to 31, 85 to 77, 5 to 3, 382 to 344. So – it is what it is. We can we can move on for it, from it, um, but it is a. Uh, I just hope in the future you. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. It is what it is. All right. Uh, I thought we. What your original topic was? You know, obviously I knew you were going to go a little off tangent here, but I thought. Um, I think you know about being there and not being at the winter means. I think you know it does make it put you at a disadvantage because. You can't react to what other people are doing, and you're either texting or calling with someone, and someone either has to initiate it or you got to initiate it. Uh, so I definitely think when you're not at the winter meeting, it is harder to make moves or trades when compared to being there. I definitely think it's a lot harder. I, I agree. Yeah, and and yeah, I did get off topic, but that's kind of. Um... I, that's why I wanted to talk about it with Sean. It just, I feel like Sean was there. I feel like someone would have pulled him off the side and said something. Hey, let's try to do this. What do you want for it? Let's do this. No, you no, know. no I was going to say, nobody pulled Gus off to the side. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They did pull off the side. But at the well, same point was- in time, we're not going to pull him to the side and tell him that not to make a trade. But if you would have said, hey, Dom, let's do this. I mean, like what happened when you text Dom? Dom like literally almost shit himself, started smiling, got up on the table and did a fucking like Russian like hat dance. I did and not then back jump down. on the table and do a fucking Russian. I know. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm being exaggerating. But I mean, he was very happy. He's like, oh, my God, I got this amazing deal, which is fine. You, you know, it is what mm-hmm. it is. I'm just saying, I think if you were there. You would have went around and try to try to got a little bit better from it. Oh. I don't think that the pre sure. the people the people that were sending you offers before the draft. I, I honestly, you know, if we ever do this again, I'm 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 gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna listen to people before the um, the winter meetings. But everything that everyone told me before the winter meetings was, was a bunch of uh, smoke up my ass. Nothing nothing came of anything. Anything that I talked about before the winter meetings was. BS. Well, right, really- and, that's, and that's and that's why you can't believe that. Oh, I would have given you this for this, because when it comes down to actually like executing the trade, then it's then it's like, oh no 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 no, I can't do that, or I need this, and then it pulls out. So, I, I again, I, I may have gone overboard a little bit with, eh, you know, I mean, it's it's something where I it sounds that- like even you just you you don't want to draft a bunch of players because you had the opportunity. You would have had the opportunity to draft a lot of players and, you know, so. I, well, and that's, that's, that's a very, that's true. I will say, I will say that too, is like, I, I don't, I don't want to just go in there and I had like three players, two players. Actually I had two, I think. Yeah. It wasn't had, a lot. You had Beavs and Hendricks were your yeah, only guys so. going into this. And I think we all were assuming that you run to make at least a two for one, on all your trades, at least, at right. least you wanted to trade one of them and at least get two players, if not more, for that. Because you, you typically you like to have most, you like to get your needs filled before the draft. You like to uh, fill your lineup as much as possible. Yeah, at least in and the I, past, I think everyone kind of knows that. 
And I figured everyone knew you were going in with these two players, you know, and if you could get more, at least two players for each one, that's what Mm -hmm. you would want to do. I think most of us would probably want to do that. Would at least want to do a two for one, if not more going Mm -hmm. into that. Yeah. And it's to me, it's just so frustrating. It's just like I look at the trades you make and I'm like, how is they not even a – how did I not get extended an offer? I mean, a, you sold Memo a AAA for $4. Fuck, I would have went 5 or $6. I mean, I, I offered – I think – I offered Niz, I think, almost $10 for his spot. He said, no, he wanted to keep it. And then he turns around and trades um, um, uh, uh, Fran Mill Reyes for a AAA spot to, to Max. I'm like, What? Like, doesn't make any sense to me. And then the, a three-year, like, you know, I mean, I, I wasn't asking for three years, but a three-year for a $5, um, uh, three-year and $5 to max for Michael Chavis. It's like, man, like. Well, the three, the three years I, for Chavis's contract. So it's really $5. That was, that was an eye for an eye right there to match the contract. But, yeah, what? I mean. But that doesn't make sense. I'm sorry. Michael Chavis is not going to play. You've got a guy on your team that's not going to play. They just signed Mick, Mitch Moreland. You gave, you gave him $5 in a three-year contract for a guy he was going to drop. Yeah. Like, we'll that's see. like – No, we'll he, he – No, he – Max told me, I'm going to drop this guy. But I'm going to see if I can trade him to anybody that would take him beforehand. Now you have a guy on your team that's just not going to do anything. And it's like looking at Dave, like I asked Dave, like yesterday, I'm like, how many guys are you going to drop? He's like three. He's like, how many would you drop? And I told him seven. Like it's, uh, I'm getting on my high horse here. Maybe I should stop and pull back a little bit, but it is getting to the point where we're having people that are drafting and picking up players that shouldn't even be on their teams. And this draft is going to get wonky with the amount of money we're going to spend on some of these players. So, I mean, I guess at the point, like you said, Sean, some of these guys you have on your team. So now, they're 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 assets. They're you don't have to worry about them at the draft, which which is something to to consider, I guess. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, you don't need a third base. Speaking of that, let's move on to Sean's topic: uh, mock drafts um, and what 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 do they do for our league or for preparing for the draft? So, Sean. Yeah. So it was this actually May just mentioned it is like okay so. Our league is, is 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 very unique. Well, maybe it isn't unique, and I'm thinking it's unique, right? So you have people that have their own preferences, and and then like you know, before you get into our draft, you know, some folks do mock drafts. And this is an honest question. This is not me saying what my preference is. I I have always wanted to know uh, because fo- football is a little bit of a wild card. But since we, it's so specific. And since everybody has their own strategies and their own specific players, is it even worth doing a mock draft? Uh, and, and if so, why? That's, um, that's, that's my question, though. I think it's a good question. Like, obviously, I think you're right. Our league is unique because of the contracts and having the values. So, obviously, you know, having Shane Beaver for $2 – where if in the draft you would not go for $2. So when you do like a mock draft, you see him going for more than that. But I think it's for me, it's a great kind of measuring stick. All right, in this league with the, you know, usually it's $200 and everyone's got a full lineup. All right, they're probably going to go for, they're going around the $30 guy. I'm probably going to figure he's at least going to go for 40 45 at least in our league. And I also kind of, and I also kind of see like, 
what you know dollar guys value guys are going and who's not so it's kind of like a measuring stick for me even though i know prices are going to have to fluctuate at least that's where i go when i do them i don't know what maddie's thoughts are on it have you done any mock drafts sean just asking. i no i have i have i have not, i've done them like before for baseball but I just didn't see too much value in it. But it, it, yeah. it's something where, like, okay, well, maybe I'm just – maybe it's me, right? Maybe it's something no, where I, I just uh, – I don't – I just – I I've done – I think I've done one with you guys and then, like, we like other league drafts, which I think I was in that second baseball league. Uh, was it with you guys or not? I forgot. But uh, – oh, no, it was Dom. That was that, that Roto League, which um, – Yeah. With the PJ's friends. But, like, I, I just – I didn't see a huge amount of value just because – Every everybody's, and I like to think that maybe and maybe it's just like maybe I'm that guy, but like like dealing especially like in in baseball and football with other um, other groups sometimes is a little bit different than dealing with our group because I think our group is and maybe I'm just a little more arrogant about it. I think our our little our little our group's a little bit more in tune. To me, what's going on? Because most leagues don't do half, half, of, half of the league is in tune. The other half is not. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, either way, like, it's a pretty damn serious league. And compared to, compared to, like, you know, hey, I, I got a pool of my buddies or I, we need an extra person. And, and you know, this even goes no, for fo- football as well. And you're like, oh, wow. You know, <laughs> you're just drafting yeah. Bears players, aren't you? <laughs> or, yeah. No, I, I would say. Players, aren't you? So I was just asking if you've done one just because you brought it up. But uh, yeah. I, I think mock drafts are absolutely pointless. And uh, I, when you brought this topic up at first, I was like, this is the stupidest topic ever. You know, they're pointless. <laughs> they're literally they're literally pointless. I don't do them. I, I haven't done a mock draft in a really, really long time um, unless I'm just bored. Like, I, I, the, uh, I don't know. It was like last year. I know I did a couple of them. And I, I got to like the round eight or six. And then everyone starts falling off. Now, there's a difference between the mock drafts you go on to Yahoo or, you know, uh, any other site that has them and do them. Um, then I was thinking about this. I'm like, well, like it, it is a tool, right? So there's got to be some value from it. So how could you get value from it? So this is what I was thinking about. Now, I listened, uh, when was it? Uh, a couple of days ago, I was listening to a pitcher list. Uh, um, he was doing the, the first, tw- you know, t- 20 starting pitchers. And uh, there was a little spot in it when, um, you know, uh, he was talking, uh, he, uh, was it, I think it was Alex Fass talking about who um, picked like the 15th or 16th, you know, pitcher off the board. And then um, Nick, you know, Pollard. he raised his voice and said, yeah, Nick Pollard raised his voice. He's like, I wanted that guy. And he took him from me and I didn't think he, anybody was going to take him, blah, blah, blah. He's like, and in the first mock draft we did back in December and I'm like, well, wait a minute here. I'm like, so they did a actual draft. He wanted this guy. He didn't get him, but he was talking back about his mock draft he did back in December. So I went back to those mock drafts that the pitcher list uh, staff did. There was like pitcher mm-hmm. list, like staff five of them. And I went back and I listened to some of them and there were some good takeaways from it because there was a point in, I think, I don't, I've got the guy he was talking to a pilot. He was talking to another guy. Um, I think he had picked like five, no four, pick four. And one of the pitcher list mock draft. And he's like, all right, out of that spot, what did you want to do? And he's like, I wanted to go pitcher again. 
this is no values of ours. But what this did was every time this guy that Pollock was talking to, Nick Pollock was talking to, he was agreeing with him or disagreeing with him where this guy was being taken in his draft. Now I took that information, applied it to what's going on now and, and the rankings that are out now. And I see a good correlation to it in, you know, like the players that he likes or, 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 you know, in certain spots, I'm like, well, he does really, this guy does really like these guys more and he would take these guys in a quote unquote draft at this time frame. Now, again, I have to somehow correlate this to our draft. And I guess all I can do is basically say that if you took some information from a mock draft and you found out the players that these analysts that you like agree with you and like the certain player, maybe it raises them a little bit higher on your draft board, or maybe you're willing to spend a dollar or two more in our draft. And that's kind of what I've taken away from some mock drafts that industry people have done. And that's really, I guess the most I would take away from a mock draft, if that made sense. No, it makes sense. Actually, the reason why I'm not sure like how much time we wanted, but it's at the, the reason why I was asking it, Maddie, was actually because of you. And it wasn't so much specific to mock drafts, but every year, and Dom knows what I'm talking about, every year somebody will draft, uh, spend a, amount, a certain amount of money on somebody, and then you flip saying, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you spent it on this. And, and you're expecting this guy to go for, like, $5, and he ends up going for $35. And so that's where I was like, okay – you know, and I can understand why, but if you're like rehearsing, and this is more specific now back to mock drafts, if you're rehearsing constantly and then you just have this wild card of a league that's maybe it's just, you know, because of contracts and different different people that are in it, it's, I just wasn't sure of like, okay, well, is this, is this even worth it? Or is it just plain old researches and podcast listing that's going to get you to where you need to be? Yeah, I say no, unless you're going to use it how I use it. And you can figure out the analysts that, you know, the, basically the people that you listen to and if they do a mock draft and they're picking certain players higher in a quote unquote mock draft, and then you read their work and they choose these players higher. And it's like, okay, this guy really does like this player. I guess it's like, I guess if a guy's going to, somebody in the industry is going to talk about a player and then they actually back it up by taking this person in a draft or in a mock draft. And you're like, okay, this guy really does like this player a lot. So like um, I was uh, following along on Twitter and that uh, the barf league mm-hmm. that um, they do with uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, I so bad. I forgot his name. Um, uh, the guy that's on um, uh, fan grass uh, with uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Justin Mason. He does the barf league. Um, and basically, like, I was following along with that and kind of watching that, that thing. And I was like, okay, who's Eno Sears going to pick, you know, for example? Or, you know what? You know, I was, like, looking at it, and I'm like, before it even started, I'm like, I bet you I'm going to be seeing a Twitter feed from Batflip Crazy that's going to draft two pitchers right away. And he did. He Batflip Crazy drafted two pitchers back-to-back. That's just his thing, you know, pocket aces, if you will. So um, if I see someone doing that, you know, and I – I think that that's a good strategy to have pocket aces, I guess, you know, maybe that's something I might do, you know, I, I, I don't know, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. That's about the most I would take away from a mock draft or a draft that I'm not a part of that I would, I would see. So. Okay. Yeah. I think it's, you know, it's something, it's a resource for you to use along with whatever else you're doing and listening to or reading or 
looking at, you know, it's, you know, I think it's like everything you need to take it with a grain of salt. Um, just like everything else and whatever your strategy is or how you're basing on is, uh, it's all, you know, prep work for the draft. And obviously we all know once we get to the draft, your strategy could be whatever. And one guy, one bid and it throws, throws a, a wrench in whatever you've been planning. So, I think it's just a tool. I think, you know, take for what you want to, you know, Maddie might think it's, you know, worth one or 2% of your, uh, where someone else will say it's, you know, more like 15% of your, your pre draft strategy or preparation. So, you know, yeah. I think it's all in the eye of the beholder, but I know you do can get, some, I mean, you, you can get some info or value out of it. Some, yeah, but I, yeah. The, now I've done this before. I did it like four years ago. Is you could invite, like, I could be like, hey, Sean, Dom, Scott, Max, you guys want to do this mock draft with me on CBS? And I could be like, you know, I just want to see what the CBS platform looks like. Would you guys want to do an auction mock draft with me or just a snake mock draft? And then now I have, what, four guys that are going to be in the draft with me in our league later on. And they're going to be drafting with me. Now, if that was me, I would be like, sure, but I'm not going to even draft any of the players that I would really want, but maybe Dom would, maybe Max would. And I could take a look at that, you know, uh, and I've done that before. I, I, me and Dom and uh, Scott did one a couple of years ago. And uh, I'm like, oh, you know, later on the next year. So I even text Scott. I'm like, so you like so-and-so? He goes, I guess, but I'm, none of those players I really would draft in our league. And I was like, oh, shit. Um, so, I mean, you know. Speaking this, of, speaking of. What, did what you said about trades this week? Did anybody win the Blake Snell sweepstakes? Yeah, missed it. What did he? Oh, that's right. Okay, sorry, I, I didn't get to see like the end of that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, you, so twenty at the beginning of the podcast, you said you're a listener, a lifetime listener, and you didn't. Well, listen no, to last no, week's no. Podcast. I thought that was last week. I thought that was this week. My bad. It was okay. last week. It was it last week? Okay. Sorry, yeah. I didn't hear some stuff. Is one twenty-eight bucks. Oh, good for him. So, uh, Plus the eight, the nine work and a four year contract. Yes. So uh, good. It was a good deal. Mm-hmm. So uh, we we're going to move on to uh, an open discussion right now. Uh, Maddie, do you want to bring anything up right now? Yeah. So I I texted you guys about this earlier, and I had time to think about it. Is um. You know, there's there's always like a handful of players every year that I'm like, you know, industry people are super high on and I want them. And for the most part, I, I think I usually can get like one or two. of them. Now, this year, I've already said this. They're all taken. They're literally all taken. Like, I mean, you know, I just there's, there's like maybe like five or six guys and they're literally all taken. Um, there's a couple of them out there still, but they're like not they're a little, little bit of a deeper dives and things like that. But one of them that still has popped up this year is. Um, Paddock, Chris Paddock, uh, that I had last year. And I, I really do like, I actually wanted to just see if I could get him back, maybe spend a little bit more money and, you know, see what I could get for him from Ken. And so, you know, Ken being Ken, you know, is like, no, I'm not trading him. I'm like, okay, well, let's try to expand on that. What would it cost to get him? And he's like, well, I value him really high. And of course you do. You value all your players really high. They're on your team. What would it cost to get him? You know, and we went back and forth a couple of times and we came up with a price, um, just a flat out cash price, no contracts or no money. I mean, no uh, players going back, but we came up with the price. So 
I then now, you know, was curious and, you know, I'm doing it on this player for a particular reason, which you'll see in a second here, but you guys, uh, you know, up or down on Paddock, you like him, you don't like him, plain and simple. Dom, you first. Yeah, I'm up on him. He's probably in that tier three to four tier of starting pitchers, I would okay, say. Okay, Sean, you like him, you don't like him? Like him, and I like the the uh, ballpark that he plays in for him. Okay, great. So you both like him. You definitely, you know, Dom gave us a little bit more information, but for the simple fact, you, you both do like this 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 player, this pitcher. Two years at a dollar. I mean, I mean, we're 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 both we're all going to say that that's really good, right? Yes, that's mm-hmm. definitely okay. What he way under if, what he would if, go for for sure. Yes. Okay, and and now that brings me to the question: What what would you think Paddock would go for in the? We don't have to say what we would go for in the draft. What would you pay Ken to take Paddock off your hands? What would, if you had Paddock? What would you want back from that? Like if you were willing to give him up, or you know, I mean, just curious on this one. What, what would you want for Paddock? Manny, Ma- Manny Machado, Trevor Bauer, and seventeen dollars. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what I hope you were gonna say. Do do you see a uh, Chris Paddock? Where, and Dom 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 actually kind of said a, a little bit more than what I wanted to say, but he did he did he did say exactly what this guy is. He's an up and coming mm-hmm. young pitcher that, that somewhat proved himself almost to the, exactly what we wanted him to do. We wanted him to go, you know, that he wanted to see him get to that, you know, innings limit, um, do well, fail. And then do well again. And that's kind of what he did. You know, you want to see a pitcher go through the ups and downs of a season and then, but still continue to get those innings in and see the team believe in him. So they're going to give him those innings. So you can say that the next year it's going to be better and he's going to get more innings or at least the same amount of innings, you know, if not, you know, they're not going to hold, excuse me, hold him back anymore. So, I mean, a player like this, like, you know, two years, $1, or even in the draft, like, you feel like this player is going to go for, I mean, I, I mean, I'll tell you right now, I would pay more than $40 for a player like this. Are we all in greenness? That would be probably true. That's probably close to where, you know, I was leaning probably close to the mid-30s, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say so. Okay. All right, and, and Ken Ken wanted an enormous amount of money. He, his his offer for a two year or maybe his three years. I um, I guess I, I should be if I'm gonna be bashing people on a podcast and they can't defend themselves. I least should have all, all my facts correct. Um, now he is uh, Paddock two years one dollar. So Ken wanted ninety three dollars for Chris Paddock. Ninety three. Yes. Why 93? That's a very odd number. Because he's well, paying he, him at 40-something dollars yeah. a year. Well, he's $30 for three years. And then so if you took the $11 you're going to pay for him in this franchise year, minus the one and the two, the $1 you pay for him this year, the $1 for next year, the 11 for that year. So that's what, 11 12 $13. And then he, you know, he thought he was – you know, and this is my math and I just, you know, went with it, but I, I told him, okay, you know, I even said it out loud, you know, if you do this math, this is what he came to, you know, and basically what he was saying, he was 30, 35 to $40. So I just said it was, I, I just went with 35, so 35 plus 35 plus 35, you know, and you get 105, you minus 11, 12, 13, $92. And it comes to $92. So if he's $35 for three years, 
you minus the amount of money that you got to pay for that, $92. Is right, be- but like how many times with the exception of, of Vlad have you seen that type of money get exchanged for, for a player? I think Ken was giving you the brush off. He just doesn't want to do it. I mean, I, it sounds reasonable when you when you put it that way, but like, uh, how many times has that happened? That you would you have did it. It's seven eight dollars a dime for two players that are less but, valuable than the player you gave them. But that's two players. And this one, two. No, I mean, it's, we, it's, we had that argument already, Maddie. I'm Shane, talking about like actual money. Shane Bieber's worth this much money, is what I was saying. He's oh better my than. Gosh. I'm talking He's about actual money. I'm not talking about your. your I, I'm. I'm saying actual. Like I understand I the, the value only other, of players. The only other one what was I'm, the Vlad and the and Mike Trout one getting, year. That was a hundred dollars. Chris Paddock. Yeah. Chris Paddock is in between Trevor Bauer and Shane Beaver. He's in between those two guys. That's where he is viewed as right. Yes. And Sean, you you did not value Shane Beaver at ninety three dollars, right? I did not. No. Okay. I didn't so get round offered ninety three dollars either. You would no, you didn't, and and that's no one. No one did. No one's gonna. Off, no one's gonna offer Ken ninety three dollars for this player. But I'm just saying, uh, Ken has a player that is in between uh, two players that were traded for a trade, whatever the, you want, whatever they were just traded. But I'm just saying, he has a player that's in between that that's valued at ninety three dollars. I have a player that's the top pitcher in all of baseball. I value him at sixty dollars. And mm-hmm. contracts aside. It's a little bit different. So, I mean, you know, there, there's some, some gray area in here. But I'm just looking at these values in this thing, and it is a it, – it's it's the league. And, you know, I think Scotty and I have had this conversation, or more or less I just argue, and, you know, Scott always comes back with, hey, it's the league. It's what people value their players at. So what? And that's that's the one thing that I am – I have always struggled with in this league is, is – is I always feel like, man, I wish I would have been able to offer you, whoever you are, the player, the the, the team out there, an offer that's better than what you gave. But it's like, you know, I, I, I struggle with seeing what people value players as. You know, I mean, me and Max are still to this day talking about Cole, and he gives me like a, a breakdown of what he values his players at. And I'm telling you, he is like on spot, on spot with what I would say would be exactly what I would value him at to a point, you know, to a point he's, he's, he, he's there he aside thinks, from, just the fact. I mean, he may, he may, he may think like you though. And that's okay. I mean, that's, yeah, I know. Thing. That's where we go into this. And in I go in yeah. this thing about this all the time. There's, there's, there's about six players in this league that, that, that think this one way. And there's six players that, that think the other way and, yeah. you know, not to be rude, but at the end of every season, the six players that think the opposite way that I think are usually in the bottom half. And the six players that think the way that I think are using the topper half, and it's a very weird dynamic, and um, and it, it's it's it, it's just it's just a weird dynamic. It's, it's a very weird dynamic, I guess, because because it is head to head roto, and it's not it's it's weekly scoring. So every week something else could change. There's so many variables in that when you take into the way that people value players and everything like that. It's just, it's so so far out there, so mm-hmm. far out there. I feel like sometimes. Yeah, no, I mean, and Max is starting to hit his stride a little bit too, though. I, he's, he's, he was a good person you picked up, Maddie, for the league. Thanks. Because then you get, uh, he gets, well. yeah, because, you know, Max had, had a tough year, but I think he kind of handled it the way he should have. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to get all, you know, on individual teams, but like he handled it the way he should have last year. And yeah, I mean, he, he did everything right except for trading, um, 
Domingo Santana. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Zing! See, <laughs> uh, Sean, you're not the only one that he goes after. Oh, I, I know he goes after everybody. Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not worried about that. Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not offended any of these. I mean, it's just, you know, it, it, Matt is right that, you know, there's different ways. I've always been more of a, a gut person on that. And some, a lot of times that doesn't work out or I have a certain strategy. I had a, I had a prospect strategy years ago and it just fell on its face. And I had an older player strategy that didn't work. So, I mean, Maddie, you can't argue with Maddie's results. I mean, what, you've been top six every year, probably since like the last 10 years. So, it, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it, it is what the it only is. Person in- I, I I even say talking about that stuff. I like uh, I I was complaining about PJ and his ESPN things like that. I will say I, I I was I was a little shocked to see that the last four years he's finished in the money, if you will, uh, first and then uh, mm-hmm. at least in the play next year, then the third and a third. That is pretty good. He mm-hmm. he he was he was correct in saying that. I mean, no one's ever done that. No one's ever excuse me finished. Uh, well. Uh, that many years in a row. I mean, no one's finished in the money in four years. No one's ever finished. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe someone has, has, but that was, it was so Fine. good to see. Yeah, uh, but you know what? Uh, since we're on round table and I can end in South Africa, you guys can come up with something. Sean, uh, cause I, I have an idea. I have a fair idea what Dom looks up. I mean, I definitely know Dom looks at the athletic, but mm-hmm. I know Dom and I know Max, I kind of have an idea what Scott looks at. Maybe Niz, you know, Dave, mm-hmm. what give me, I mean, you don't have to go deep into your draft strategy and you're a busy, a busy man. You know, you got things oh, to do. I kids. appreciate it. <laughs> what do you, you, what, give me some, give me some things you, you, what are your research tools? I use, well, believe it or not, I use Twitter a little bit. Uh, just because There's like, good, yeah. And, and, and it's a, and it's a lot of like the Heyman's, the Passons, the, uh, there's a few other folks. I, uh, but for your draft, Rosenthal. you have to yeah, a draft. Yeah, yeah, just and that's more Kit, so on like tool. The, the, I, I use I use fantasy pros, and then otherwise I, I will cross it with the ESPN. But it's more so like looking at what what I try to do is is actually trying to avoid certain things like spring training uh, optimism because that always comes about like oh you gotta see this guy this year and all that so. I've learned sure, to, sure. to avoid that because you got, you got a podcast you listen to or any six. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not not too much of a podcast, honestly. It's, it's just not my thing man, okay. to, to listen to podcasts about the fan. I mean, I listen to other podcasts, but they're certainly not about fantasy baseball. It's more so just doing so you're more you more on the website, the, the oh. pure website research, and then Twitter cross checking with that. Did you do do you subscribe to any sites? I, I used to the SI. I'm just no, I, I, I literally someone came up to me and said, "What do you think Sean does for research?" My honest answer would be like, "I don't know." He goes by as a magazine, uh, like two days before the draft, highlights players that are not there, <laughs> and then he goes to. I mean, that's literally what I think he does. So I'm, I'm asking. Yeah, no, I don't think uh, anyone buys a magazine. Yeah, I they don't buy no magazine. Ken does. Ken does. Ken is bought a magazine. I think every year. I think Jay buys it, but he buys it to cross off things. Instead yeah. of printing out, instead of printing out uh, sheets, I think he does. But no, I, I usually look at uh, Roto World is a big one for me too as well. 
So Roto World, Fantasy Pros, even Yahoo a little bit just to see like the rankings as compared to our league because that's a, uh, so exclusive. So like yeah, obviously they give their pre their preseason rankings and I look at that. Just cross reference at everything in Twitter and then it's like okay, and then you go into it because it, it's just it's tough for me and probably my my attention span to like try and it's 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 tough to like listen to a podcast in January about something I'm going to draft in March. I know my mind's going to be changed a bunch on it, so I, I usually wait until like the first of March and then start getting prepared a little bit more uh, on it. Okay. Cool. Sean, you got anything? And, and last thing I'll just say, I appreciate you the being, uh, uh, be, being, uh, letting me bitch and complain at you, Sean. Thanks. It's okay. It's okay. No, I get a lot of bitching and complaining. It's all right. No, it's, uh, it's okay. No, I, I mean, I, 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 I'm curious to see how it goes this year, but like I said, if I, if not, I think I, some tools to sell but i do know i have to change I, my strategy because i get i get very itchy if like that's that's the thing that's tough for me in the baseball season that's why maybe why i did but i do better in football is attention span because like baseball is a long season and one thing i will say about pj and some of this is you know is that he doesn't trade a lot right and that could be he's a grinder uh, Right. Well, he's a grinder, and and he and he sticks to it, and he's he's cool with it. And, he's good at it. Yeah, and he just doesn't trade. It's maybe the lawyer in him, uh, and it's also maybe the deals I guess too. It's probably A and B. But I, I just you know he's able to be patient about it, and he sticks with it. And I think he was what down to like sixth place this year, maybe even seventh, and then he just stuck well, with he it. Came in oh yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, he he was like floating around there, and then he just kind of, and then he he ends up always making it, and. My problem is that, like, even when I'm first, I'm like, oh, shit, I see this person coming. I got to do this. Or, you know, I, I kept on seeing um, I kept on seeing Drew do all these crazy trades. And, and I'm like, I don't have that. I don't have what he has. And I'm thinking somebody, someone, so it makes me react. And that's where I, I want to try and learn to be better this year is to have a little bit more patience. Because that's where I've fallen okay. off in the past years. Football is easy because it's it's four, fourteen. It's all games. luck. Oh bullshit! But it's it's uh, sorry. It's, it's sorry. It's, no, no fantasy football is more like anything else. It's not. There's some skill, uh, but uh, especially when you beat people with two backup running backs. Um, but yes. you know, still, <laughs> uh, it's it's. And that's something that you know. It's fourteen. It never, nevertheless, it's thirteen games, right? And then it's the playoffs. That baseball is. It's so much harder to hang on, and that's why I've always struggled with. So, I got. I'm. I'm trying to learn that this year is to have a little more patience. Yeah, I. I told them at the beginning of the season. I was uh, hoping you were actually going to go into the draft with just just those two players, and I would have loved to see what that would have been like. Um, I, I at one point in time, I. I mean. I would never have done it, but I, I was like, hey, let's trade teams and I'll be your team with what you got versus you can have my team with what I got. And mm-hmm. oh man, going to the draft, going to the draft with just two players and just two pitchers, especially with the caliber pitchers that you had, you, you didn't have like shit pitchers. They were they're good pitchers, especially Beaver's a great, you know, top 10 pitcher. I don't know. That would have been fun, you know, yeah. just, just to, it would have been fun. Get, I, I think we need to get rid of Hendricks. I just wasn't a fan of his after a while, but it's, 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 it was, if anything downs me this year, 
it's not going to be because of that Machado trade. It's going to be because of the way I reacted last year with impatience and basically giving a long-term thing away. That's why. And so that's why I'm a long-term to... top 10 pitcher away for I like I like I like the way you you like the way you're viewing it. Yeah, yeah. So you know, nevertheless, I'm gonna try it, try it out. See, you know, have a little more patience. Does I'm, I'm I'm always open to trade. Probably I'm too easy to trade with, but hmm, we'll see what happens. Dom, you're very patient, though. I try to, but I haven't been able to put it all together yet. So I'm hoping uh, this year I'll be able to. Take what I got over the last season and this off season, and draft well, and hopefully uh, be able to get in the cash for the first time. So, you have a roundtable topic, Domino. I know we went long. Sorry. Oh uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> right. Sounds good. No, Sean, did you have anything? Uh, no, I think, I mean, it's, I was more so selfish about my, my approach for this year. But no, not really. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to getting a draft and trying to get things just summer in general. So I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to, to doing this. And at least, you know, yeah. bring, bring in a little distraction from every day. Agreed. Sure. So, uh, Matt, you got any more topics? you like any more questions before we wrap it up? No, I don't think so. All right. I would like uh, – no, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Well, Sean, uh, anything, any closing comments before we uh, wrap it up? Really, I think I think we're going to have – oh, you know what we're going to have, Dom? We're going to have – this is a definite no. We're going to have good food at our draft. Yes. So I, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to what Ken can bring to the table. He's, he's an excellent cook. So I'm, I'm – more than anything – I'm looking forward to the free meal that I'm going to be getting at the Asian Sensations house. You know what I, I have to say about the uh, Ken being in last place and everything like that? Mm-hmm. Um, Ken actually had an opportunity to win the playoff fantasy football um, uh, thing where basically you would have got your, your – your, I don't even know who won. Does anybody know who won that? No, I was going to ask. Was just, Oh, you know what? Here, why don't we do this? We got a minute or two. I wonder if, like, if Scott updated it. Fantasy football. Shit, I haven't looked at this thing in a while. Oh, here he goes. Here, I got it. He updated it on January 22nd. No, there's nothing. Nothing updated on it? There's no, there's not even players on there. (laughs) Scott didn't win, so he's like, I'll forget (laughs) it. (laughs) (laughs) On the Super Bowl, there's nothing? No. There's nothing. You're right. I'm looking at it right now. It New England, New it's England, New England. And, the, and the Rams. <laughs> oh, this is sad. Like this is pitiful. And same with the the NSC AFC championship. Uh, like you don't even have a flex. There's no points on there. <laughs> so, what the hell? This is so pitiful. This is sad. In it, so it was Scott and Ken, and I do know that Scott's team was really, really, really good. It looked good, so I don't know what it was, and I forgot. Honestly, I, 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 all I Scott said between these two teams, who's going to win? And I said it's the the first team. He goes, "That's my team." I'm like, "Really? Ken let you draft that team?" Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know the outcome of it. All I know though is that Ken lost in our league for fantasy baseball. Has to prepare a, a meal for all of us, right? And has to host 
for it. But he, as of right now, we don't know. But he could have won. He might have won the fantasy baseball or the fantasy football playoffs. That means that we have to pay for his entry fee in. Now, how ironic or funny is that is that the guy that lost in fantasy baseball that has to be the host because he's the goat or, or not the goat definitely not the goat but uh definitely the uh the chump we're paying for him to be in it next year isn't that hilarious yeah i'll we, pay i'll pay for the meal am i the only one that's the iron in this i think it is funny that he uh yeah. he's playing with house money and just went crazy and <laughs> it didn't it didn't work out so he's like oh wow no, I mean he lost that last year. Now this year, and he we're paying for the, we're paying for the chump to be in. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it, is. it is funny. So, uh, well, again, last words though. Well, sorry, David. Uh, uh, Gus, uh, we really we would love to have Gus on. Um, we're running out of shit to say, to be honest, and uh, it's just giving me bickering and um, pretty much ranting, especially if you know we're doing this really late at night. So I'm gonna have a bunch of beers. So. Gus, we would love for you to come on, talk about the league, talk about not really strategy, just questions. Um, and, you know, we're not going to tell you to, you know, leave the draft with $90 in your uh, uh, pocket <laughs> because that would be stupid. But um, so, uh, hey, Gus, I don't know if you listen. sounds like you have a lot going on on your plate as well. But we would love for you to come on and be a, a guest. Definitely. Definitely. Again, uh, Gus. We need, we'd love to have you on, or if anyone else would like to come on, please let us yeah. know. And uh, Sean, thank you for coming on the show and being a good sport. And uh, I, I, you know, I, that. despite the verbal assault that I received uh, uh, just this last hour, I will gladly come on again and debate because that, because that's the type of person I am. And uh, as, as far as Gus goes, I, I'm always excited when new people come to the league. It's it's always nice to see, you know, at least, you know, he's not somebody's cousin or anything like that. He's actually seems like he's interested. <laughs> I don't know, so, yes. you know. Who brought some cousin in the league? That's Pete. Pete brought, like, his... Some, yeah, his cousin turned out to be his girlfriend. I don't know what the heck that was. I don't know was. what the hell she was. But <laughs> nevertheless, you know, that's Gus is, as far as I know, that Gus is not somebody's cousin. So, I, I, I'm, I'm very happy that he's in the league and get to have a little bit more. Cause sometimes when it's the same old guys, it's gets a little stale. So that's good. It's always good to have expansion teams. Yes, definitely. Well, Dom's my and, stepson. And by, <laughs> and by the way, real quickly, I got, I got a quick aside here. Did you see the new Rangers park being built? I, I heard it was 93% complete. And then oh. uh, they, 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 they have a, like a virtual tour you can go on, but it doesn't take you anywhere. It just takes you on to the uh, the outside perimeter. And then it oh. shows you like the, you know how they do that, like the, the fast forward, the really fast uh, way that it's being built. Mm-hmm. It, it do, that's all it does. I was looking at, uh, I was looking at today because I was, I was watching the XFL game with the Renegades. Yes. And, uh, and, and, uh, decent football. You should have, you should have. And uh, and they were talking, and then I was like, "Oh, that's right. There, there's playing at the old stadium, and the new stadium's coming up." I looked at it, that thing; looks nice. It's, I mean, it's newer. It's finally, they put a like a nice roof on the Dallas stadium because it's freaking. I mean, I know they do it for football, but it gets hot down there. So I'm. I, it looks like it's going to be a really nice place, and hopefully, we'll be able to visit soon. Yeah, well, that's that's, that's hard hitting. Hard hitting. Um... 
analysis from Sean. He gets hot in Texas. It does. <laughs> it does. Yeah, yes, it, it gets hot yes. in Texas, and, and Dallas is a yes. fun town too. And but it gets no. really hot in Houston. It gets Dallas. really hot in Houston. Yes. It's Houston. Houston gets really hot down there. Houston, yeah, Houston hot, is, especially, especially at night. Three hours away. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, thanks again, Sean and Maddie. Uh, great podcast, and we'll we'll talk to you next week. And you stay classy, Chicago baseball.